Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to Lady Adossed Tea. I'm Alex. And I'm Meredith. And a quick note before we start the show, Alex has dyslexia. So in the words of Luanne Deliceps, be cool. Don't be all uncool about it. All right, moving on. Agreed. So our first premium content episode has dropped. It's our Taylor Swift Eras Tour, Women of the Crown. And we kick things off with Princess Margaret. It's available over on our Patreon, patreon.com slash Lady Audacity. Also, we now have Apple subscriptions, which took me so long to figure out. I was like a boomer on with customer support and Larry <laughs> trying to help me out. And I'm not going to lie. The episode is pretty dang juicy. Alex wishes a slow death on someone and I nearly lose my mind. So just a quick side note, we will have show notes living on our Patreon for free. So after this episode, if you want to go through our show notes, you can go over to our Patreon that is free for the public to check out. And we're not announcing our next lady quite yet, but there will be a new episode in July. Another fun Patreon feature. You get this episode a little earlier. So if you're listening right now on Patreon, you might be listening to this before anyone else. So welcome. We are going to drop those one day earlier for you thirsty, thirsty besties. And then we will (laughs) drop on our free feed. So we also have next week, we are interviewing Kristen Meisner. I did not realize this woman was such a big deal. Someone on Twitter literally tagged me and was like oh my gosh you have to talk with Kristen you guys would be great and I didn't even look into it I said oh yeah oh yeah let's link up and she seemed excited about it and then I decided to go to her website because that seems smart and then I started going through her accolades and the podcasts and the books written and the write-ups in major magazines and newspapers and the television appearances and I said oh shit what did did I just get myself and then the imposter syndrome just crept on okay. in. I'm said, just going to try to stay ignorant. <laughs> I'm the just trying to, to stay ignorant. She's amazing though. I've noticed her off and on in the community because, you know, 
since Megan has started in the royal fold, became a royal, she's been one of the people who vocally throughout have like, no, 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 that's not exactly true. No, 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 you guys are being racist. Like, even if there's a point in here, you guys are just like piling up all this bullshit and racism and misogyny. Like, please stop. So I've been following her through that and I follow her Instagram and she's amazing. She is amazing. I love reading her work and her tweets because she's always clarifying things for us, which I love, whether it's Megan or several other things going on in the world. I'm a fan, but I'm intimidated. That's what I'm going to say. Yes. (laughs) All right. Also, we are going to have a new format next week. Remember, not next week, next month. Where are we? What is time? (laughs) And we are going to start doing, we're going to have our bananas articles portion at the beginning so we can really talk about the topical issues. And then we're going to go into a topic or two that one or both of us have researched and just have a conversation on it. And then the deep dives will be saved for our premium content. So that's when we really get into the nitty gritty about someone, something, and spend a lot of time on it. So this week, Bananas Articles for the Week is more just like Alex going bananas. Because if you've seen, if you saw my text messages the last couple of days, <laughs> girl's, girl's blowing up my phone. I've been blowing at voice notes, leaks. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. It's It's been a field day. And I think it's obvious for Banana Articles of the Week, we just need to talk about Spotify and everything that has came from it. So Spotify and the Sussex have officially broke up. And I think with the sources talking and a senior exec talking, calling them grifters, I can't help but think like if we had the money, this is where we would queue in. We are never getting back together together by Taylor Swift because it's nice. giving that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was trying to think of a of a lyric in my head and then you we are really sinking. Lyrics. We love our lyrics. Yes. <laughs> Okay, you can tell we were on Tumblr during a tie day and, you know, profile. You always needed that one lyric, okay? Oh my gosh, always. (laughs) Okay, so let's start with a little brief history here. Sussex signed in 2020 with Spotify to make exclusive content. It was reportedly anywhere between 15 to $20 million for the deal. There was a teaser on December 15, 2020. Then there was a holiday episode on December 29, 2020. Both of those released under the archetype audio. Archetypes was released two years later on August 23rd, 2022, and that was 12 episodes. Then it was released on June 15th, 2023, that the deal was no more. So as you can see, a ton of content was produced (laughs) in that time from the Sussex. Lots of money made, though. Okay, lots of money made. work, Work smarter, not harder. And I definitely think here... Obviously, the breaking up the Spotify deal of what we will get into, I do think it has a lot to do with, well, capitalism and a lot of what we are seeing. You don't streaming. say. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> but like streaming networks, Netflix, Spotify, Amazon, Disney, all of these people jumped into streaming and they all ju- jumped into exclusive deals. And I think everyone from the celebs <laughs> to the companies are saying it's just not quite working out. But that doesn't take responsibility away from celebrities like Meghan and Harry, Kim Kardashian, um, who else is in here? Ava um, Duvernay. You yes. got it, girl. You got it. I, I love the You guys, part. I totally paused and looked at Meredith for like, huh? Yeah? I'm like, you keep going, sweetie. I'm like, you got it. 
So all of these people did sign these deals, barely made any content, if any, and were able to milk all of this money because they get pretty much paid. Like Megan's probably got paid up to a million dollars for every single archetypes, archetypes episode. So when you're seeing this buzz of like, oh my gosh, they're broke. Everything's going to be crumbling. You guys, it's just obviously none of us know their finances, but from what we know, it's just not true. It's not like she walked away from that deal and didn't make anything. Megan and Harry didn't get the full reportedly 20 million, but they still walked away with millions. So let's not cry too much for these rich people. <laughs> Don't cry for me, Megan Markle. Oh Just kidding. But you bring up a good point though, that I didn't consider that with bringing on all these exclusive deals, Spotify probably needed to hire more people. And so part of this transition out of exclusive deals of celebs pulling away Yes. Did lead to did lead to some amount of job loss. Not exactly. saying Megan and Harry are responsible for all two hundred something people that were laid no. off back in January. Exactly. It's these, there's about a dozen, you guys, like a dozen celebrities that they signed between 20, 2019 and 2020. They spent over a billion dollars in exclusive deals. So absolutely, when these people sign on and then do not bring the work, it's a trickle down effect of that the people that are getting paid low wages get completely screwed over. So while I don't like that most of the headlines I'm seeing seeing want to blame Megan and Megan specifically because it's like people are suddenly forgetting Harry was also a part of this deal. Megan was just the only one who actually produced something. That is what bugs me because I think it goes back to that like misogynoir and just racism in general. When someone does something bad, it's most likely that the person of color is going to get pointed out and all of that punishment is going to be put on their shoulders because it's easier to punish us for something than say our white peers because, hey, we're supposed to be the bad guys. And in particular, the white white prince can do no wrong. Exactly. Innocent, pure, white, black brown you know just the stereotypes say we're the opposite and i also think with we'll talk about this more later but with megan it's acceptable to shit on her (laughs) and question if she's a good person that mirage that most celebrities and public figures have anyone from blake lively to kate middleton is pretty much non-existent for megan so to talk about this, so we're going to go back to February for our headline of the week. We're going to go to a February 18th, 2022 article from the Bus- Business Insider. It is titled, Spotify Splashy Deals with Stars from Ava DuVernay to Kim Kardashian Make Headlines, Not Podcasts. Insider and leaked deal memos reveal a creative bottleneck, shifting strategy, and internal... You want to say that one for me? Tumult. Tumult. Internal you tumult. You got it. That was awesome. Meredith, always got my back. <laughs> Always, always. I'm your number one fan. Yes. And you guys, um, this will be on the show notes for Patreon. So if you're going to read any article out of the articles that we will be posting, this one is the one to read because my goodness, did they predict? And well, the sources were pretty much telling them this is where it was going to lead to. So for one, they talk about Spotify banking on high profile deals. A quote here says, all told, Spotify has spent significantly more significantly more than $1 billion to build out its podcast business, acquiring studios Gimlet, Parcast, and The Ringer, and inking exclusive licensing deals for popular shows, including The Joe Rogan Experience, Call Her Daddy, and Dak Shepard's Armchair Expert. This week, it's bolstered its tech capabilities with the accusations acquisitions of pod sites and Chartable. And it should be noted, Joe Rogan, Caller Daddy, and Dak Shepard's Armchair Expert, people I've seen kind of lean into, well, why aren't they getting axed? That shows how popular they are. 
people are forgetting is that all of these podcasts were already going before Spotify picked them up, which means they have their own production team. So they do not have to rely on Spotify for production. So people like the Obamas, the Sussex, um, Kim Kardashian, all of them did not have um, any podcasts before. So they were relying on them to give them a production team. So there's a little bit of difference there. While you're not going to see these big high profile deals there dropped because Spotify doesn't have to produce anything with them. So on top of that, that. right. Yeah. It's, it's, there's so many little things about this that is so easy to lose and just like, Oh, Megan's horrible. And then you start getting into it. It's like, Oh, these are all yes. Crappy, but very normal practices for what's going on. And honestly, this is not a big deal unless you're Harry and (sighs) Megan. Like, it's, no. it's, it's news because it's Harry and Meghan. It's funny because I was looking into how the Obamas were covered in the Daily Mail. And it was jarring because when the Obamas made the move, and remember, it's not like, let's be clear, it's not like Michelle Obama doesn't experience misogynoir. Yes. Let's be very clear. But yes. it was like, yeah, they, they, they're going to move on. It, it did not have the same mm-hmm. antagonizing language as Megan gets dropped by Spotify. Yeah. And I've said that before. It's interesting because you can't talk about like talk about the Obamas like that without getting serious backlash. It is not the same thing for Megan and Harry. It's a very different reaction. So I think in a way it's kind of like Amber Heard when she was going through her trial. Um, Lindsay Lohan, Britney Spears in the early 2000s. It was acceptable and okay and fun to shit on them. You know, if you want a headline and you want to click, you're going to use their names, especially if you want to spread spread negativity. Oh, Paris Hilton, uh, not Paris. Perez Hilton was drawing dicks yes. all over these people's faces. If you and remember it was okay. Perez Hilton. Yeah, it's okay. They're sluts, right? They party, they're sluts. Like they deserve this. They want it this. It was a and it's gross like, time. It was and then it, I see it with Megan again or like again Amber Heard, okay? And sorry not sorry, I will fight everyone on this one, okay? Amber Heard, it was like we have decided she's a villain. They're bitches and that's all they are. That is absolutely oh my God. all you, they are. You trapezing into Amber Heard territory is so brave. <laughs> I know it is. And y'all, I, I got my fist up. I'm ready. I She's ready. ready. Please I will direct hate mail. Okay. I'm, I'm just kidding. I actually, um, I don't know a ton about that case because I purposely stayed away from it. But like, uh, yeah, uh, lots yeah. of evidence that Johnny Depp is a douchebag in Horrible real life. Sorry, person. not sorry in and other I cases. Was- yeah, I was fighting for my life in those comments during the trial. For oh my, my God, life. Negative okay, comments we're going to get on this. Please focus on the negative comments you want to give us about our our Megan part. I mean, we are yeah. really... What other controversial topic can we talk about right now? Let's talk about it all. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Mention okay. the husbands. It's like the best thing. <laughs> and while Amber Heard didn't get a deal, there was others, though, who did. And also, like... Literally half of these people, I have no idea that they got a Spotify deal. And I'm pretty sure most of them didn't make any content. You have Kim Kardashian, which she signed in 2020. She didn't put anything out till 2022. And there's no word if there will be anything else. I have a feeling her deal will get cut. Jordan Peele, he was cut. I don't think he produced anything. Mark uh, Mark Wahlberg. And there was like a lot wait, of other... Wait, wait, wait. Mark Wahlberg had yes! a podcast? <laughs> about what about i like i how to be a douche and a christian all at once like (laughs) i have feelings about that man okay that racist man who likes to use rap music to better yeah he's not great he's not not a good person not the ally we really want him to be so from what i'm seeing um yeah mark Wahlberg and wait 
It looks, no, he never did anything with Spotify. All I can see is something about faith and film and it's on Sirius XM. Yes. I love a little, I love alliteration. <laughs> right. So um, I'm going to safely say that he too did not produce zero for Spotify. And if so, it may have been just one thing. So again, it's like Megan and Harry, Megan specifically, are made to be unique in the situation, but they are not. And that, of course, is not me trying to take away responsibility that Megan and Harry did that rich person thing where they, yes, worked smart, not harder. But that trickle down effect means a bunch of people got screwed over who don't make a quarter of what they do. So... But also, this is a really intriguing part, too, because since this all has came out, Megan and Harry sources have pretty much said that they didn't want to do exclusive content. And then there's been, like, hints in the, like, um, Wall Street Journal article and Variety that part of the reason, too, is they were having conflicts with them when it came to, like, what they wanted to create, similar to the Obamas. So... From that 2022 article, there's they talk about this. And the quote, it says, In the world of entertainment, hits are elusive and creating projects and partnerships are often abandoned before anything is made. But sources cited challenges within Spotify, including an ever-evolving strategy, executive turnover, and a reluctancy, a reluctance to pull the trigger, trigger on production. That creates a particular bottleneck for originals per one dealmaker. Like others who spoke to Insider, this person requested anonymity, Yep, because anonymity. Of it's okay. Anonymity is a very hard word. Yeah, anonymity. Anonymity because of ongoing business with Spotify. So, and then it goes on to talk about Don Ostroff, who reportedly was a huge driving force behind getting H and M signed, along with a lot of the other really big deals that they did. She left Spotify. She left Spotify at the beginning of the year when Spotify also announced they'd be doing job job cuts in the podcast division. They hadn't said how many yet, but it was like announced there was going to be job cuts and they were changing things. And Dawn was out, so they note they note her as the person who drags their feet on actually getting stuff made. So a quote from the article: "But Ostrov, who is said to wield considerable power over the green light." process is slow to get stuff made once deals are signed this person said gimlet is just now hiring a team to develop its first series with megan and harry's archwell audio which will spotlight high which will spotlight high profile women according to a job posting first reported by the daily mail one deal maker pointed out that most of the company's star creators have never made podcasts before some like the sussexes and obamas have built their own audio teams so mm-hmm <laughs> yeah, That's- I kind of it this is what it sounds like to me. This is what I I I presume. First of all, an an ex- an exclusivity deal is is kind of not smart for a long-term perspective. It it no. doesn't make sense. It's better to get on maybe move to Audible like the Obamas, do something like that so you can reach a bigger audience and have more control over what you produce. Exactly. The other thing is I bet you WME came in and said, "Megan, I need to see everything you were signing just willy nilly Mm -hmm. when y'all first left the Royal family. I know you guys were hard on money, but we got to talk about some of these deals. Right. I know it was a scramble, but honey boo boo. I am sure they, I am sure he is going Ari Emanuel and the team are going through every contract that they ink to look at um, what was signed, what was, what was agreed to and what they're going to renegotiate. That is just business, whether it's right or wrong, mind you. Yes, That is business. It's, it's wrong though, because of who, the people are in the situation exactly and then during normal business deals which we are seeing again the obamas and many others did after this it is a big deal like i always mention to people i'm like um phoebe bridges not for oh my gosh phoebe <laughs> it's okay phoebe wait that's Phob- a singer right though i'm not okay but phoebe phoebe is her sad 
hobbit of a sister who lives <laughs> under a bridge and only eats old dried out carrots. <laughs> That's Phoebe Bridgers. I think you're talking about uh, Phoebe Wallace. Uh, yes, Phoebe from what was it? Flea? Uh, Fleabag. Fleabag Herschel, that girl. So she signed a deal with Amazon for like $60 million in like 2019 or something and produced, produced Daryl from it. Like oh, zero. Get your <laughs> okay. point. Yeah, right. So this conversation has been happening for a while, how the companies do this, but also how the celebrities are part of also screwing over the little man when they sign these deals and they don't really produce anything. So Alex, I think it's sorry. Hmm. Oh, so no, it's funny, okay. A funny tie in with Fleabag is that and the Obamas is that in one of the first episodes, Phoebe, her character, uh, masturbates to a, a Barack Obama speech. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and it's so, never stopped making me laugh. <laughs> uh, fun fact, I used to do like role playing and stuff like that on Tumblr, Glee fandom for life. Okay. And I will never forget there was this viral because people would do their role playing in all sorts of characters. And there was this famous thread of someone role playing as Barack Obama, who then began a love, aff- a love affair with Harry Styles. Oh my God. Okay, Alex, I didn't know where you were going with that at first. I thought you were going to say when I was on Tumblr, I used to masturbate to Barack Obama. I was like, this is not premium content, okay? Oh my God. Yeah, this is like after hours content right now. Do not listen with children. Dear God. I am not that weird. Sorry guys. I'm, I'm so sorry. Uh, no. I did no, I did that. I got us off I got us off topic. That Handsome is my man, mind you, but I oh, respect God, that voice. Michelle that, Obama. Oh, yes. Okay, that walk up at the graduation for um mm. I think Malia. Oh, he's just so smooth. I love him. I love oh, him. God. Okay, sorry. <laughs> But um, just to finish this article out, it does say multiple sources told Insider they don't encounter the same challenges developing shows at other podcast podcast platforms like Amazon Music and iHeartMedia, which have been aggressive about snapping up original projects in an effort to compete with Spotify. It's frustrating to the person familiar with Spotify's podcast operations. I've tried to hit the reset button so many times at Spotify, but I, I've all but given up. So... I'm just rounding this out with saying that what's going on with Megan and Harry is totally normal. Like the business deals are totally normal. There's absolute criticism there for that. They are participating in these tactics that rich people do that do screw over the little man, but they are not the only one. They did not them. They did not cost 200 people, 200. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, I, I know what you mean. They didn't cost everyone all of their jobs at Spotify. That doesn't exactly. make any sense. Spotify literally gutted two um, major of the podcast media groups they picked up, one being Gremlin that we know actually worked on Archetypes. I think the only one that's there now is The Ringer, which, of course, is Bill Simmons' um, podcast media group. Yeah, that that sold in 2020, I think, for like $200 million. So, and he is now a senior exec. I'm pretty sure he's in charge of, like, content creation and... um, what is it like the output, um, their marketing and stuff like that. And he's also Which Alex tells us, this tells us a lot about Spotify's culture. And I will say yes. this is kind of, this is just some tea that we received. We haven't confirmed mm-hmm. any of it, but someone reached out and said that they did work for Spotify about a decade ago. And uh, yeah, that bro culture uh, yes. runs real hard. Uh, Joe, Joe yeah. Rogan is a great fit for that, great that fit. company. Bill Bill Simmons, whatever his name is, I do not care. Loves him and Joe Rogan too. So I'm like, like I said, the nosy part of me is like, honey, release the Zoom call. I have a feeling Harry's not going to look like that. So I have a feeling it's going to be you. Show me the receipts. 
Right. Especially if you think it's acceptable. Cause I think that's what I said when I initially saw what he did. I'm like, this is just so unprofessional. Like, and I, right. And it's like, also, so if I disagree with this guy, Bill, is he going to go on his podcast and start ranting about me? Because part of what we saw in that rant was that big one about like, um, no one cares about them. All Harry does is whine. He's not even the favorite son. That whole spiel was actually not recent. That was from last year. The grifter comments and saying if he gets drunk enough, he'll play the Zoom call. Those were the recent comments he made last week. When it- Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com was announced that they were departing. So Bill Simmons has been talking shit about Megan and Harry, Harry specifically, on his podcast for a good, like, year now. So and that's, It's again. so funny because he's like, they're nothing, whatever. If they're nothing, why do you have to talk about them on your podcast? You have to and do that because then, them. <laughs> because then people will actually listen and they will share it on social media. Exactly. It was Also, really I'm great looking at you, Spotify. Kelly Osborne. Gosh. Looking also, at you. We will only spend a second, but she went off about like, I hate Harry. He's horrible. All he does is one. Oh, I'm sad and rich and I wear not to cuss too much. Now I'm the only one who can have mental health problems. She literally said this one is very clear that a big component of Harry's mental health work. And like, it's pretty much like the line he goes to is like, I'm doing this so other people can openly talk about it. And then two, the Nazi thing. Look, that's a conversation to have, but not from a white woman who in 2016 said that, how could Donald Trump get rid of Mexicans? Who are, who is going to clean his toilet? Also, this is, this is rich Ma'am. coming from the, <laughs> this is coming from the daughter of the Prince of Darkness. So like, yes, pipe down okay. over there. And the da- daughter of the woman who got kicked off of her show because she said horrible things about Megan after the Oprah interview, horrible racist things. And then when her black co um, coworkers, you know, on the panel tried to tell her why this was ignorant and why it was racist, she immediately started crying and said everyone was bullying her. God, she, she then got so kicked not off punk. her show. She yes, so and she's very punk. much appears Morgan girly. So again, it's Ugh. just like there's six degrees of separation here on why a lot of these people are talking. And it's just sad, though, because the headline can't tell you everything and people just read headlines. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, yeah. Well, actually, this is the perfect time, honestly, to just transition into the Meghan Markle portion of our episode, Um, just because so much of the things we've been talking about already dovetailed nicely in. But before we get started Mm -hmm. on Meghan, um, I need to know, Alex, what was your entry point for Meghan Markle? Was it pre-Harry? Like, when did you kind of, when did Meghan Markle get on your radar? I was a Suits girl. I loved Suits. Um, Oh, wow. I've never met one of those. I did. It was my show. I loved a lot of those corny shows, and I was a USA girl. Um, I loved Suits. I loved her hair. I thought she was gorgeous. Her and Mike were, like, my main ship. Um, And then when I found out she was part Black, because, fun fact, the reason why Megan had a Black father on her show is because she requested to have one because she did not want her character to be white she wanted her to be biracial like she is oh which then resulted in her actually getting backlash like i remember on twitter because again tumblr and fandoms how they were saying like she, reposting the tweets of people being like ew i don't like rachel anymore i didn't know she was black so just saying that for people who try to say megan has never talked about her race or accepted accepted it until she became a royal not true not true so I loved her even more after that. I really enjoyed the tag. I mean, she was the perfect kind of cringe and cheesy that spoke to my cringe and cheesy heart. She's hot. Okay. She is hot. Hot. My bi- bisexual ass was like, yes, ma'am. Okay. Yes. Happy pride. Starts. Happy pride, <laughs> baby. <laughs> so I just like, I really enjoyed her and I liked seeing where she was going. I loved her Instagram. Like Megan really was that influencer girl. Also fun fact. Did you know that Megan only had like a hundred thousand less followers than KP when she had her IG? So again, really? let's talk about popular. Oh yes. Okay. <laughs> they literally were only like a hundred thousand followers, like a difference. Okay. I will post wow. both of them so we can, you know, have it for sure. But again, Megan was up there. She was really good at social media, really good at social media. So yeah, I really liked her. I enjoyed her then. Wow. So for me, I kind of just, I knew about Megan Markle. Like I saw pictures of the wedding. I didn't get into it, though, until December of 2022, when I decided to go on TikTok and say, well, I chose violence this morning. And (laughs) I started talking about the fact that they seem to have a documentary coming out on Netflix. And I didn't understand why it was a big deal. They need to make money. And oh, boy, rip, (laughs) rip rip my menchies from that day and the next day yeah. I did this friend friends only video I look like I have survived world war ii at this point <laughs> and I'm just like I'm never doing that shit again and guess what yeah. I did I did you that did again <laughs> so I just for me Megan was really an entry point into the British media and then I just got sucked in because I was just fascinated with who sussing out who she is as a actual person as much as we yeah. can know and how she's portrayed so that's really what we are getting into why she is so polarizing and we're going to talk about megan the human the cringe and the corny the myths and the media so kicking things off with megan the human as we spoke about in the kate middleton episode earlier this month i think it's dangerous to put people on a pedestal as it is to vilify them i think both extremes create a caricature that we project onto individuals and it's dehumanizing no matter which way you go because Mm -hmm. the vilify side is just not true and it allows you to look at this person as subhuman but also if she's on a pedestal you can never objective you can never look at anything she does or her work because anything is is viewed as an attack so i think both stifle conversation and don't allow her to be a real person megan is not the devil incarnate but she also isn't perfect she's human She's a crunchy she's also California not an girl. 
<laughs> and it's fine. Exactly. And it's totally fine. So we're going to kick it off with the cringe and corny because I, I wish I could forget about this time, but do you remember the girl boss years? Yeah. Um, I do. And I <laughs> hated them. So yeah. Megan, listen, Megan has made some choices in the past. She hasn't always been this like perfect progressive woman, which is okay. We no. evolve. That's fine. So during yes. a 2015 interview, she told in style, I love Ivanka Trump. I love what she's done with her company. I think she's spectacular. Like, yikes. But also, <laughs> like, how many of us were, you know, kind of pre-2015? I mean, even Ivanka and Jared were running in all those progressive New York circles and stuff. Oh, it totally. Was a, you know? And so it's she's really of the times. But it's, like, important to remember these things and to look at how she's, you know, grown and changed. And, yes, she did speak out against Donald Trump, but it cannot be said enough that she fell for the same stuff we all did. Like, I bet she even bought Rachel Hollis's wash your face. Like, you know what I mean? Do you remember Rachel Hollis? She's yeah. Like, wash your face. Girl. Oh, yeah. And then she got canceled because she was like, yeah, she like made her thing about she's like, um, um, Harriet Tubman and stuff. Oh yeah. Oh, oh that was, Oh, oh my <laughs> That gosh. was my intro to her. Girl, wash your face. Girl, watch your, wash your mouth. Out. Watch your mouth. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. And, and so I think it's important to remember that like, yeah, Megan has had her missteps and she's had her cringy stuff. And before we get into her, her cringy, I just want to say that, you know, for Megan, it doesn't hit the same way as a white woman does. Like, do you remember that photo where Drew Barrymore is like rain and she's like looking up like a smiling hippie that's stoned at Woodstock and she's just like rain is like hitting her face. It was like adorable and lovely and kooky. If Meghan Markle did that, she oh would have God. been raked <laughs> over the coals. It Someone would have, would have been said, "Call CPS. She's on drugs or something." Oh, there definitely you know, would have been a drug thing. I, it would not go over the same. And I think too, it's interesting because I don't. I think in general, it's harder for people of color to be able to move in those spaces. But I think a really big reason we see why Megan is having really struggling of being able to um, like cash in on these PR tactics. You see a lot of people do like a Blake Lively, Jennifer Garner, Oprah, you know what I mean? Oprah talking like, I love bread. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Oprah really gets to, yeah, she gets to exist in a different space too, because in many ways she spent years with a talk show appealing to middle-aged white women. Exactly. That, her talk show was for everyone, but part of the reason why it was so successful and the reason why she can move in the space where she she does now and be cringy and do all these beautiful hikes and have these be- multiple beautiful, beautiful homes and be a billionaire and it's cool um, is because... Exactly. She was able to get white middle-class women to like her with her show. We also love having a token black person. Like people are like, well, Barack Obama was president as if Barack Obama being president solved racism in this country. And also it's telling when you can only point out like one black president. Exactly. And I mean, that's pretty much what they did with the wedding. We'll, We'll get into that. And I, well, so, and it's like interesting because part of the reason why I think we have the Blakes and the Jennifers, Taylor Swift, Oprah can get away get away with this. Is that because that mirage around them is still there? So they can sell their public persona and in these easily digestible, like 30-minute segments, a cute little people pop up because no one knows them beyond that or wants to know them beyond that. They just think that's who they are. You know what I mean? Like, 
of course, Blake Lively's always fun and smiley and sweet and cute. She can never have a bad day. She can never be rude to a waiter. It can't be true that her and Ryan may fight all the time and Ryan doesn't want her to be working to stay home with the kids. You know what I mean? Like these rumors and these quiet little talks don't really become mainstream. I literally have so- never heard that. I've never heard exactly. any of it. Yeah. There's a lot of this stuff that gets, but you don't hear it. Like Jennifer Garner, there's many... And I've heard this personally. And oh I've my God, tell me, lines. tell me more, tell me more. <laughs> well, that she can be rude, that she can just be straight up rude to <gasps> yes. servers, that she can be a bit of a Karen with like the PTA moms. Like she can be like, what are you doing? Like, oh my God, can you imagine thing, fighting? I dislike Jennifer. I kind of like her more. <laughs> can you imagine fighting when you got home and you're like, how did the PTA meeting go? And you're like, oh my what? God, I just fight with Jennifer Gardner <laughs> over the bake sale. Like, like she literally. wants vegan, she wants this vegan brownie shit that Violet's going to make. And like, it's just not going to sell. Yes, that is Jennifer Gardner too. Like, like that like crunchy um gluten-free that is so jennifer and that's megan but megan gets made fun of it more and like i'm laughing at you not with you type of way like jennifer garner too they forget when she got with ben affleck she was the other woman to j-lo and she also had her own man and cheated on him with ben affleck i'm like this is good pr though they've been able to completely move past that as they should that was years ago but no one's gonna hold it against them like they're gonna hold against every little thing against megan because megan whether you like megan and harry or not it is the fact that the the brutal press while they were royals absolutely damaged their public persona and they are constantly in defense now trying to rebuild it and getting people to trust them and getting people to buy into their little you know to their mirage their public persona and just that so they're not constantly questioning what kind of people they are because i think the thing with megan and harry is so much of, or megan so much of the things that are maybe near you could say are negative characteristics about her got turned into she's evil she's a bitch and this is all of who she is which means that she can't authentically be a good person or authentic be cringy because to be that you have to be sweet you have to be innocent and Megan's not allowed to be those things it's like when I see um headlines about say like Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds they have like that whole thing where they make like sarcastic tweets like oh like here's my dumb husband or you know like Blake Lively drawing like the heels on her feet and stuff like that like all that stuff is cute and then you get like headlines like Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds most savage trolling moments and I'm like rolling my eyes because that's so corny but at the same time you're like oh but why can i hate on them they're good people they're just corny and having fun but with megan and harry you don't get that oh they're good people they're just having a good time don't let me yuck their yum but it's because they're bad people megan is a bad person (laughs) so she can't be fun it's also incredibly different to have media on you and then have an mm-hmm. entire media ecosystem constructed through an agreement with the British royal family following your every move and creating a narrative, a part of a larger narrative structure about this family. It's just an entirely different ballgame, yeah. which is weird to say. You're like, it's different than being a Jennifer Gardner or an A-list actress, but it is. It's so it's much so different. different. And it's yeah. also like when people are more willing to speak out against you. Whether it's true, a lie, a half truth, you know, people are not going to be as willing to talk about, say, um, Ryan, what is his name? Ryan Gosling. There's rumors that he's a real fucking jerk on set, but no one's going to be willing to talk about that because people like Ryan. People are going to fight you to the nail about that. Yeah, there's a rumor he can be like a real asshole on set. And like, he could be like, oh, I'm so creative. Let's like re change this and do this. And everyone's like, dude, 
Never Dude, meet your heroes. Shut up. Never exactly. meet your heroes. Like, you know, it's like, cause you're going to humanize them. And I think it's so important key to like these poor parasocial relationships too, is that we only know these people at a surface level. So then we can project what we need to onto them and our friendships that we are making up in our heads with them. These like relationships, you know, and obviously there's massive parasocial relationships with me that people have to the, oh, the parasocial relationships are so jarring. Just having yeah. gotten, got into this like niche space, people either think as a content creator like that I am doing work on behalf of Megan and Harry mm-hmm. like joyfully they're like thank yeah. you for highlighting the good and I'm like no that's not I mean if it's a side if it's a side product you know that's mm-hmm. one thing but I am not out here like a vigilante for exactly. Harry and Megan I'm interested in media literacy so it's very interesting the way and then the parasocial relationships people start to have with you and your parasocial relationship with them yeah. it's just it gets very weird so yeah with Megan like she isn't allowed to be a fully formed human and I think it comes from both extremes as I've said but a lot of times it does veer into this unconscious bias with online conversation I think the thing with Megan is that there is this unjust criticism that she receives, but it's also a problem when you can't ask any justifiable questions or have any criticism of her. You know, when that happens, people just want to defend her. So it's like the pedestal thing. But then, okay, we need to get into Megan and the banana, which is not a sentence I ever thought I would say, (laughs) but I want to talk about how it's covered differently. So again, not a sentence I thought I'd utter. Sex worker brands Megan offensive. It's so good. Daily Mail, February 4th, 2019. So the paragraph long headline that the Daily Mail (laughs) prefers says she has the means to help us more. Sex worker brands Megan offensive for writing messages of support on bananas during a charity visit, but others insist the messages were lovely. So basically, Megan was like inspired. This sounds very Megan Markle. I don't know her yes. personally. Like but genuinely she's like, Megan. Yeah, they're, they're like making up food and she's like i've got an idea who has a sharpie and she's like i'm gonna write like you are special you are brave on these bananas it'll be so great for the girls when they are hungry to know that they are special (laughs) with a megan sharpie and so one sex worker was like that was offensive she should be doing more which i don't disagree but also Mm. there are it doesn't speak to the confinements of what more actually means and if they can actually do more as working royals and like mm-hmm. when is i mean i'm sure it's been said but i mean how many times do other working royals go to these events and it's the bare minimum because that's what they're allowed to do but people exactly. aren't complaining but again none of them just uh randomly started to write on bananas so i guess i to some extent do understand the issue so that's like the the negative spin on it. And then there is why Duchess Meghan shared touching messages with vulnerable women during Bristol visit. This is from Ahmed Scobie. And so it talks about how royal engagements are typically planned with military pre- precision. So Duchess Meghan, like coming up with her own idea on the fly to do something was actually pretty inspired. And again, it's, it's less robotic. It shows that she cares about what she is participating in. And it was an unexpected move, he writes, that touched the hearts of staff of the nonprofit, um, a mobile outreach van that su- provides support to around 240 local sex workers each year. And this is what Megan says, too. And this is like, this is why she did it. She says, quote, I saw this project this woman had started somewhere in the States on a school lunch program. Megan said, recalling the story of a canteen manager who worked at Kingston Elementary School in Virginia. On each of the bananas, she wrote an affirmation to make the kids feel empowered. It was the most incredible idea, the small gesture. So when you read it in that context, you're like, oh, 
She yeah. just didn't suddenly think that she was going to heal the mm-hmm. the terrors of sex work with banana messages. She actually saw this as an effective tool used with, you know, other groups of people and decided, why don't I try it myself? Exactly. You know, it's a totally different story depending on how you look at it. It's either cringy or kind of sweet, if not like a little bit corny. It's totally corny. But like you said, it's sweet. You know, um, like just where the story came from, obviously I'm sure the woman who was writing these messages on the banana don't have even half of the wealth that Megan and Harry do. So obviously the sex worker who we should listen to because she's someone who's actually going through this. I can see why she's like, great, thanks for the banana. But also I great to have so a home. It'd be great to have money for food and education. Maybe help me if I have any mental health issues or addiction. Like there's points there. It's like with the Spotify thing. I don't like that everyone puts it on her shoulders and everything she does have to be bad. And there has to be this like negative connotation. But a lot of times there is truth in some of these criticisms. But knowing this was just something that she naturally did, like it wasn't planned. She was like, hey, this will be a really great moment. I think that speaks to who to Megan truly is. And it makes me sad because those little moments all but disappeared later on with her royal work. It's like she learned very quickly. You don't go off script, whether it's because you might get in trouble within the system or the press is going to spin it against you. I totally agree. And and piggybacking off your point about doing more, it reminds me of Prince William's homelessness initiative where... <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, you know, he's saying that he's going to use some of some of one of the duchies, I think Cornwall, to yeah. build housing for people, which is again, it's wonderful, but it doesn't actually address the systemic issue, which is why did these people get in this in this situation in the first place? You know, yeah. why is housing so unaffordable? Why are wages stagnant? Why can't people get work? You know, it mm-hmm. it goes on and on. So it, it it sounds like a really good gesture, but it doesn't actually structurally change anything so I, I just think that's like an interesting parallel about well, what they could be doing and real quick too i think what's interesting about that is when the daily mail is not going to track down a homeless person and ask them if they don't like this project and why they don't like it and give them that moment to speak on it so there's a huge difference there and i think too with william is a lot of this is a lot more calculated well it is calculated we we're hearing from megan that was just kind of like she thought of it in that moment she thought it'd be sweet so she did it William, for good reason, because this is a big project, it's not just writing nice messages on a banana, has planned this out. But what I find interesting, though, is in this rollout, he's talking about this like he's reinventing the wheel. He's doing something new, never been done before. But when you look it up, 2014, Charles was, they were trying to force Charles to build um, social homes and at least meet the bare minimum requirement. And he refused and he cut it out. So... It's like William isn't doing something new. He's doing something the government at one point said they had to do, but they decided to pretty much lobby Ah, and say, no, that's not going to happen. We're not going to do it. Right? So it's like William, it's kind of a fuck you to his dad. I'm wondering if this is going to get out because he's pretty much doing something his dad cut off, which is still great for William. But to me, it's insidious. It's like where I get to hear where they're like saying about Megan and the bananas. I'm like, you could do more. You're doing something you should have always been doing, but you guys opt out of to legally do. And now you're making it sound like you're doing something big and huge that's never been done before i don't like that and like you said because in that same announcement he's talking about how you know the government the councils and the charities need to be doing more to stop this problem when we actually could stop it like there is a solution to this and then goes on to say two paragraphs later when asked about policy i don't want to get into government policy 
that pisses me off. It's really the, towing the line. It's towing exactly. the line. The way to end all of this is government policy, but you don't want to talk about it, but nope. you want to praise me for building maybe a hundred social homes. It's just like, I'll give you credit where it's due, but I'm not going to give you the credit you actually want because you're not doing what you're trying to sell. You know, yeah. it's not going to have that impact. Face. Yeah, I, I totally agree. <laughs> so looking at the time here, we are we have so much to talk about and we want to give you guys the best episode. So as a little treat, we're going to make this a two-parter. So yes. come back and listen to part two where we get more into Megan, the monarchy, the media, and more. Oh, yes. Stay tuned. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultrasoft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.